I will officially say welcome everybody to the Fruitless Patreon. Um, I am joined today by Dylan Weaver. Hello, folks. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, why don't uh, why don't you kind of tell everyone a little bit about yourself real quick um, for those who don't know you? Yeah, so I uh, for. Uh, five years, kind of running up till this past fall, hosted a podcast about adventures in Odyssey um, called Wadfam Chalkpod. Uh, that was a endeavor with a good friend of mine, Andrew Sabo, and yeah, it was uh, quite quite the ride. Um, you can see us go from I think I'm close in age to you, mm-hmm. so you can see us go from yeah, yeah. early, t- well, me specifically, from early 20s to mid-20s, and Andrew's a little bit younger even, so you get him through basically his whole mm-hmm. his whole college experience. Um, but yeah, just two people who grew up with, uh, you know, in the Christian evangelical world with the lovely uh, Christian radio drama that is Adventures in Odyssey, and then, uh, yeah, just went back, revisited as adults, talked through it, and uh yeah, it's it's all out there for the world to see, even though we don't uh don't do it anymore these days. Yeah, it uh I, I haven't gotten a chance to like dive into the deeper back catalog yet, but I, I listened to <laughs> your guys' last episode, which is kind of a funny way to first start it out. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but I Yeah, what you, better you, entryway than the finale? I don't remember if it, it uh if it was you or or your co host who made the comment about how if you go back and listen through it you can hear their voice recovering from quitting smoking. And I <laughs> That would be that would be Andrew, but yeah. Okay, yeah. I was laughing at that because um you know, because I started podcasting in 2020 and I was a heavy like chain smoker at the time and I quit also. And so I've had that exact experience also where like I'll go listen to old episodes. I'm like, Jesus, my voice was so low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of the absolutely. rare experiences where your voice is getting higher with age rather than lower. <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, because of yeah. that, uh, that Adventures in Odyssey parallel, of course, and you naturally, you know, found your way to the worst of all possible worlds, guys, or they found their way oh, to you. I sure. don't know how that. Uh, uh, yeah, I had. So I connected with. I, I ended up reaching out to AJ um, because we had a mutual friend. Um, Earlier on in the show's run, I had uh, Andrew Taven on the po- on uh, oh, our yeah. podcast, and he is, um, I think, went to college with with AJ, and so they had like a there was like a link in the chain that let me through. But I came across Worst of All Possible Worlds um, because I, like the psychopath that I am, am constantly browsing Twitter and Instagram for Adventures in Odyssey <laughs> content. <laughs> Um, because it was the only way that I felt like I had a, an avenue to promote my show. Um, and so I was always interested to see what else is out there and, you yeah, know, who else is talking about this and correct. And somewhere <laughs> along the line, I was like, this is, this is, this is very, uh, unhinged what they were posting on Instagram at the time. But I was like, this is, this is definitely my vibe. And so I got in, got in through that. And the, the comment I have made many times to, to to andrew is like we when we started our podcast like it was we were filling a gap in the market where it was like i don't feel like anybody's coming at this from like being deep in the lore and also like a more critical deconstructionalist kind of angle to it and so and so when i finally when we came across worst of all possible worlds and i started listening i like stopped listening to the adventures and odyssey episodes very quickly because i was like oh they're doing the show that i have been trying to do for years <laughs> um <laughs> and it was like uh, oh okay so i like had this been out there when i started mine 
probably wouldn't have needed to start it, but... Mm-hmm. Um. Well, but you were there first. That's cool. You know, you guys, <laughs> well, you guys have also, d- you did a lot of episodes on it as like, it even, it feels even now like they're kind of like, man, I don't know how much we can keep digging at this well. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but you guys, it, uh, did. you guys went through the like yeah. 200 something episodes of it. <laughs> yeah. Five years, mostly every week. Um, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an endeavor and I, uh, I don't, don't entirely miss it but there there are parts where i'm like i I miss i miss the act of doing a podcast every week so now i'm trying to position myself as a podcast pundit can i just come on and be on other people's shows you'll guest on people's Um, shows do no none of the work (laughs) but get get all the rewards yeah i'll I'll have you back on we'll we'll get you in the rotation there (laughs) wow wow we are 10 minutes in and i'm already getting promised for a repeat appearance this is that's right this is strong (laughs) i don't know i don't know you haven't heard my takes maybe that's true we're gonna disagree and you're gonna be like ah not a chance. Well, I um well, so, okay, so th- this actually so the reason I brought up Worst of All Possible Worlds it wasn't just to randomly bring up your rival podcast, <laughs> but it was because because <laughs> of them I ran into you and that's how we became mutuals and then Correct. this is this is like all a domino effect of how this episode is happening right now oh, yeah. is then last year I I was like I need to fucking figure out what mumblecore is. Everyone's talking about it. I don't feel like it makes sense. I still don't really feel like the term makes any sense after watching a bunch of them. But I watched a bunch of <laughs> those movies last year and you were the only mutual on letterbox i had that had actually seen like alexander the last or something <laughs> like that yeah because i yeah because right i'm i'm a i'm a criminal who has spent <laughs> way too much time i had you know letterbox does that like you're in review where it's like you know your most <laughs> viewed actor and director and i think it was 2021 when i when i went oh, deep no, in my is it Joe's most Wolfberg? For both actor and director, it was Joe oh, Swanberg. Man. Oh man! <laughs> well, see, and actually, you mentioned us disagreeing. This is what I was going to say. I, I know, I know for a fact we disagree. That's actually why I think it's going to be an interesting <laughs> conversation. Is because yeah, I mean, I've seen your, 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 your you, you like them more than me, and I think that'll be nice though. Because we're kind of subject wise, I wanted to kind of defend. I've been kind of trying to defend Bumblecore because. I um you know I talked shit on their their uh their show about Mumblecore one time and I felt bad about it so this has been like my apology to her. Yeah, and, I mean I think uh, I think that is how we met, which was I, which <laughs> which was you and or AJ making some offhand remark about was it you who said the color wheel is the only good yes, one that Andrew yeah, chimed in with the puffy chair and and I was like immediately I was just like I'm going to Twitter I'm hitting up I'm hitting up Josiah <laughs> like I need I need this man to understand um, that one that's a that's a rough mumblecore take and two um, we we are kindred spirits in that we we the overlap of people who care about adventures and Odyssey in the slightest <laughs> and know what mumblecore is enough to have opinions <laughs> is like this might be like. That's very. We might have found the Venn diagram. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, but uh, you know, honestly, what would have been smart is to have you come on and talk about Stephen Cohn. And maybe, oh. maybe, maybe I might do that oh, another wow. time because I realized my we, life, Stephen Cohn. We've talked already about about the evangelicalism stuff, and now we are about to pivot hard and say. That this is actually about the Softy Brothers. This episode, uh-huh. correct? Well, correct. And it's two very Jewish men. 
it's and I the the like kind of logic was like y- you had brought up it when we were we were talking about this in the DMs that there are it's kind of a weird thing with Mumblecore where um, people that everyone hates or like have beef with like like Joe Swanberg or something people will be like that's Mumblecore. But then, like the Softy Brothers or Noah Bombach or whatever, no one calls Mumblecore. Some, I mean, obviously, sometimes Noah Bombach because Francis Ha is like probably the most successful Mumblecore movie. But like, aside from that, like I don't know. There's a lot of these directors that like um, just they they started in this genre, but nobody talks about them in context of this genre. So I kind of liked the idea of like framing the Softies as like let's look at them as Mumblecore directors because their first two movies were Mumblecore movies. Yeah, yeah, kind of inarguably. Um, and it's mm-hmm. it's like the, the the I feel like there's a couple there's a couple pieces of like what defines Mumblecore. Um, but like one of the keys for me is like the. There's a general community where I would love to make like the red string like diagram of how all these things (laughs) intersect because like the joy of watching a bunch of mumblecore movies is that you sit during the credits and it hits the thanks part and you go oh man i know all these people (laughs) because like they just they they cross pollinate in just like absolutely absurd ways and it like brings so much joy to like this Mm -hmm. this community and this very loose movement um that yeah, I would argue like for my 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 thesis statement, and I'm sure others have have put it this way, but like funny haha is like the first mm. mumblecore movie yep. that so many people define that way, and I think Francis Ha is the is the movie that kills mumblecore, and I think there's a mm-hmm. fun symmetry in um in funny having, ha, you know Francis. yeah yeah funny that's ha a good ha point Francis Ha, but like it is just and they'd also like that's 2002 to 2012 like it hits on a clean decade there's a lot of other pieces to that that make mm-hmm. sense but in kind of that thing you were saying there about like you know it's that you lobby it against it's it's something you lob against people um more than it's like a compliment or whatever like the it's also just a i feel like a period of american independent filmmaking that is maybe starting to get its due but is like largely overlooked and one of the things as i was kind of like doing some background for this episode or whatever is the criterion collection think of it what you may like mm-hmm. has a number number like of mumblecore movies but it's kind of like that's that's film canon in so many ways like that is yeah, what they yeah. are attempting to do through the There's, collection. Yeah. And Whether I think they it's, are the canon or not is disputable, correct. but they but oh, they, absolutely. they are trying to be that. Yeah, for sure. Correct. And they're even doing it from a like pretty US centric lens. Like they get a lot of international stuff, no doubt, but like it anyway, so it's just funny to me that there are in their, you know, whatever they're at, twelve hundred, you know, mm-hmm. things that are in the collection. There are five movies that i would consider mumblecore <laughs> what are, so it would be what daddy long legs yep daddy long legs francis ha so two movies we've already okay. talked about the first the earliest entry that qualifies is uh tiny furniture the lena okay. dunham movie um and then more recently daddy long legs and frownland um were added mm. in at the, like the same time um which is ronald bronstein's movie who's the star mm-hmm. And 
uh, co-writer and editor on this move on uh, Daddy Longlegs, and then the most recent edition uh, was uh, Medicine for Melancholy, which is yeah. um, Barry Jenkins' first movie, and is like kind of fringe of what of what you consider mumblecore, but it has a lot of that kind of like people in their twenties in a city trying to make things meet. It's relational dialogues improvised, like it has a lot of those hallmarks, even if it's not as tied to the specific community. This was a preview for a Patreon-only episode. So uh, check out the show notes if you want to hear more. <laughs>